you are listening to the Manfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Hamish Kramer. My mission here is to help create a more mindful man, a man that can express himself, can explore a deeper level of himself, become more balanced, become more conscious, and just create a better version of masculinity. I want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth, spirituality, relationships, purpose, and love in a way which is simple, safe, and understandable. So I thank you for listening. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Manfulness Podcast. You know, look, COVID's been a difficult time for many of us. And uh, look, I've been very blessed because uh, while it, it has been, you know, big changes for me and for many of those that I that I love, um, I've been given the um, blessed position to go inwards. Um, and during that my time here in lockdown in Melbourne, I've had an opportunity to study and research and read um and these for me are are things i love doing in general and i definitely found it difficult to do uh, a lot of this stuff uh when i was living the life before COVID or life before the pandemic you know what i mean um i was very busy and, and not giving as much time don't get me wrong i read 52 books last year which i was very proud of but i am at heart um a student and i love learning new things i love i love learning more things and obviously more importantly i love taking the things that i learn and applying it to my life because knowledge without action is a waste yeah i think there's a famous quote in there <laughs> anyway but i i wanted to so what i've been doing for this last time is uh you know going back rereading some of my old books that i used to read you know 10 years ago it, it, i find it very interesting to read something and reread it again um, and seeing how you pick up different aspects of what you read or you remember different things or, you know, I, I almost look at books and go, man, I don't even remember that part being in the book and it, it's quite profound. So there's a few books in my repertoire that I've read a few times um, and I guess these are my books that are just, oh, I think they're works of art almost and I think they're definitely books that everyone should read in their lifetime for sure. I'm obviously not going to go through all of them today. Um, because I do have a long list of books that I think you should read. But in this process of being in COVID, I went back to a, one of the very first books that I read, probably about 10 years ago when I first started personal training. Um, and, uh, you know, my life when I first started personal training, to give you a little bit of context about it, I had left a corporate job that I'd worked in for seven years, had now become a qualified personal trainer, had no car, had no money and was trying to start a business as a PT at Fitness First. So I literally would work there at 6 o'clock in the morning and have no, no sessions till the night time. So I would sit in my car in a car park all day reading, all day reading. And this is a side note, right? This is a side note. A lot of people have time right now, you know what I mean? And I guess I, uh, to be respectful, I, I speak to people that maybe don't have kids, maybe not married, who are single, and I definitely was at that at this time. And you know, I, I I realize how much time people waste. I really do. How much time people waste. You know, I've been dealing with a lot of clients that want to do things and achieve things, and while I'm not supporting a life where you just max out your time and you should be achieving all of these things. I do believe that there's certain times in your life where you get a very small opportunity to do the things that you wouldn't normally do. And I think that may be presented for many of us. And yes, things are not great outside. 
things are very uncertain. But that, for me, that uncertainty is not really going to change. And what can I be certain of? Or what, what's, what are the things I can control may be the better question. And that is to up-level, upskill myself, educate myself, and acquire more knowledge. That's, for me, is the best thing. And during that time when I was first starting off as a PT, I had no money, I had nothing. And I thought rather than go home and play PlayStation all day or waste more time doing nothing at home, I would rather stay at the gym and stay in the car park and read. And at least then, if I wanted to take a break, I could. There was a lot of coffee around at the, sh- at the supermarkets. Um, I also didn't want to be at home where my parents were, because it was my parents at the time, questioning me about my life and my life choices at this stage. So it, it was a win-win for me. And you know, I, I just speak to those that have a lot of time right now. And I said this to a client recently is, um, you know, you, you think you have a lot of time, which is the truth. You think you have time. You know, life moves along along very quickly. Things change very quickly. Um, and I, I, I was speaking more to the fact that now I'm married and have kids and finding this kind of time um, is almost a godsend. Having this kind of break is a godsend because I never would have had it otherwise. And for those that are that of us that don't have as much uh, commitments in our lives, I would highly recommend that if you have a lot of time, that you use this time or use time as well as you best can because you may not always have this time. So that's my little side note. Anyway, coming back to the books. So I used to read these books in the car park of uh, Fitness First. And one of the books which really transformed my life was The Book of Secrets by Deepak Chopra. Uh, Deepak was probably one of my first spiritual mentors that I really got into and started reading many, many of his books. But The Book of Secrets was really one of those texts that I had to read several times because I just didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about. And my mind would reel and spin at the stuff that he would say. I had to go back and uh, reread paragraphs because I was like, what? And I, I, you know, it took me a while for it to kind of sink in. But it was a really great time for me because I could really, you know, sink my teeth into these uh, books. Anyway, that book was quite profound for me and I had read it many times and I decided recently to come back and reread that book because at the time when I was reading it, many of the things I didn't understand and I wanted to see whether 10 years uh, later, whether any of these concepts would make any more sense to me. And, you know, lucky for me, a lot of it does. You know, a lot of it does because I have experience behind many of the things which Deepak have, had talked about. But I don't, I don't want to go through the whole book. What I do want to do is focus on a particular part of the book, which is, is the first couple of chapters, which I feel is really, really relevant to now. And more importantly, I think it's very relevant for men, this part of the book. Because I think a lot of men's troubles is the fact that they're in conflict with this particular topic or this particular area of the book which is discussed. Now, I'm a PT. I was a PT, as you know. I mean, I I still own a gym, but I don't do practice PT as much anymore. But the, the, the human body has always been a fascination of mine. It's always been a love of mine. I'm also a massage therapist, um, and I'm constantly learning about the body. I love it. And so... Um, being that fitness uh, professional, you know, talking about uh, um, you know anatomy and the, and how the body works, it always fascinates me how cells work um, and how you know the, the intelligence of the human body. And so, in this part of the book, Deepak talks about how 
the intelligence of the body is really a reflection of the intelligence of nature and we are part of that nature. And when we go against these fundamentals, these principles, these values, there's conflict in our life. And what I want to do with you, in this book he shares the characteristics of a cell, the characteristics of every cell in our body. And what it does is provides a holistic viewpoint to how a cell needs to operate. And I think when I reread this, it was just so profound for me because I was like, wow, this is the kind of thing people need to live their lives by. And I think for many men, we have different role models and and women as well, but I speak to men mainly. We have many role models in our lives or we look to role models and mentors. And we, that might be our community, that might be our mum and dad, that might be our football coaches, that might be our teachers, it might be our peers, it might be our religious uh, representatives. Uh, and I think looking back at my life, there wasn't anybody that gave me a full view of the principles and the understandings for me to follow in life. No one gave me a full, many of those areas in my life gave me different parts, but never a full view. And rereading this book, it it dawned on me how nature and the intelligence of our own cells really has all the principles and values that we need in order to follow our lives appropriately. And if you you think about it, we are not in nature, we are of nature. We are created on this planet and this earth. Our bones and our bloods have come from the very minerals and molecules on this earth and in this universe so we are of the same things so it don't it only makes sense this is logic this is not some spiritual woo-woo i'm trying to present to you this is logic on how we are best suited to live our lives and he breaks down the idea of the cell and comes up with 10 foundations that a cell follows in order for it to prosper and i thought if this is what a cell needs to prosper why wouldn't it be the, the matrix or the fundamentals in which we could use to better our own lives. And that's exactly the conclusion that Deepak reveals in his book. So I'm going to go through these 10 um, ideals, these 10 characteristics of a cell. And as you, as you listen to me speak them, check in with yourself to see where you're at conflict with these. Because there there is no room for you to move on these. You have to do these in order to be a uh, a healthy, successful human being that wants happiness. You have to do these things. So here we go. These are the 10 things that Deepak talked about. He talked about, and this is in regards to the cell, mind you. Every cell has a higher purpose. Every cell. Every cell has to have a higher purpose. Every individual cell in your body is working towards the greater good, which would be your human body. If the cell was selfish or was only purpose was for itself, it would then break down the holistic nature of all other cells working that it works with, and its purpose is not aligned with the greater body, with which is you, which is your human body. So every cell has a higher purpose, that which is a calling greater than itself. And human beings also need that higher calling, a greater purpose than itself. Okay, number two, communication. Every cell within your body has to communicate with the surrounding cells. 
the surrounding cells, whether that's the cells of your heart, the cells of your bone tissue, the cells of your eyes, the cells of your skin, have to communicate with the surrounding cells and with the other lung and heart functionings of your body, the other organs of your body. I was trying to find the word. It has to communicate with the other organs of your body. If it doesn't, it's not possible. The, the, the whole system would break down. The whole body would break down. If your heart wasn't talking to your lungs and your breath wasn't talking to the rest of your body, total chaos. So communication is essential. You have to learn how to communicate and you have to communicate. And the same goes for humans. We have to communicate. It's an essential part. You can't get by without communication. Number three, change. Every cell has to change, has to alter itself, has to evolve itself has to be innovative, has to become something different. It's an essential nature of it. If the cells stayed the way that it was, it would become stagnant and the whole body would die. So the cells have to break down. They have to rejuvenate themselves. That's all part of the process. So change is essential in order for the survival of the human body. And in the same token, so it is for humans. So many of us are so opposed to change and we, re- we resist change but change is part of it changing who you are reevaluating, evolving it's all part of it so you have to have these things number four acceptance every cell has to accept every other cell within its area does that make sense it has to it has to acknowledge it it has to accept it, it has to work together with it there is no option for anything else and in the same token, we too have to accept. The other thing with the cell is the cell has to accept its role, what its talents are, what's its the the role that it plays within the the human body. It can't decide, oh, I want to go over here and I want to go over there and do something else. It accepts its position. And so much of that, I think, is important for humans because so many of us are resistant to what we have in life and to where we are. And it's not to say, look, don't go remember the one beforehand. We have to change. So change is an important part of it. So things will change, but we also have to accept where we are and what we are destined to do in the moment. Um, acceptance also extends to those around us. We have to accept that other people do different things. We have to accept that other people have different perspective as the cells know that other cells have different functions to provide and have a different area of the body in which they live in. It all makes sense. All right, halfway through, number five is to create every cell creates it has to create it has to reproduce itself yeah it has to create something it creates an outcome and the same token is for human beings we also need to be creative we need to be innovative we need to do something that's worthwhile something that's outside of ourselves number six rest and action and i love this one especially for men rest and then action so many of us believe in that hustle life where it's go 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 you have to do it you have to make it you have to be successful and that's all good that's the action part of it but that doesn't come without a consequence and it doesn't come without rest and so every cell moves does its thing and that rests it rejuvenates it's it's self-love it's recovery that's all part of it every cell has to do that and so does every human being number seven is trust big one here Every cell in the body has to trust every other cell, trust that they will do what they're designed to do, trust they will fulfill their function. So there's a level of trust in the body. And that's what we need to do to be a functioning society, to be a functioning couple, to be a functioning community, to be a functioning world. 
We need to develop and build trust with people. We have no choice. You have to do these things. Number eight is unity. Finding unity with the whole body. That obviously makes sense. Where If we're cells in the body, we have to all work together. That leads back to the trust. That leads back to acceptance. That leads back to communication. So unity are all these things coming together. We need unity. Number nine, giving and receiving. Every cell receives nutrients gives out nutrients to for the better of other cells and receives from other cells so those that are always taking that's not going to work those that are always giving that's not going to work either every cell has to give and receive another fundamental thing that humans also need to do and then finally number 10 is to pass on the knowledge to further generations or to pass on the knowledge to other cells so here we've got the cells Passing what they've learned, what they've understood through their life and passing it on to the next cell. So once that cell dies, the next cell can pick up where the other cell left off and improve things so that the cell gets better and then the whole gets better. These are great fundamentals for life. So I'll run through them again. Number one, you need a higher purpose. And number two, you need to communicate. Number two, you need to change. Number two, you need to have accept for, you need to have acceptance. Number five, you need to create something. Number six, you must rest as well as have action. Number seven, we need to trust. Number eight, we gotta have unity. Number nine, we need to give and receive. And number ten, we need to pass on what we have learned to others or to the next generation. And so I want you to take a moment and really think about these key areas. Now these 10 are not something which is optional if any one of those items would fail in the human body you would die if any cell one day turned around and goes i'm not going to create anymore i'm not going to communicate anymore i'm going to stop giving and receiving i'm going to stop trusting other cells then your whole body would die so these 10 fundamental values these 10 fundamental functions of a cell are essential at that very small cellular level and there's another famous saying which is another famous uh, list of spiritual laws which is the law of correspondence where as when it says as within so without as above so below very famous one the hermetic principles and so if this is true for a cell as the as the law of correspondence would say then it has to be true for anything smaller than a cell and it has to be true for anything bigger than a cell so as we zoom up or zoom down this would be the truth and so it is easy to then assume that having these 10 principles that run the cells would also be the 10 principles for us to run as human beings And there is a non-negotiable put to all 10 of these. You have to do these. You need to make sure that you are 10 out of 10 in all of these areas of your life. And if if you're not, or if you're not 10 out of 10, then you will suffer. You will feel hurt. You will feel conflict. And you will feel pain. And it it is going against your nature. These things is also the product of human nature. We do all of these things. We have a higher purpose. We want to communicate. We actually want change. It actually makes life exciting. We are, we are, we are destined to accept others. We want acceptance. We want to give it and we want to receive it. We love to create. We love to create things. We are, we're best when we take action and we're best when we also have rest, when that balance is there. Trust is everything in a relationship. Unity is what we all look for. 
giving and receiving is is the law of attraction yeah we give and we receive both of that action makes us feel good and then to pass on what we have learned to our next generation just fulfills that circle doesn't it it just brings everything back full circle so look i invite you to contemplate and reflect on these things which i've discussed and really take a look at your life and have a look at are there any of those areas that i mentioned that you're not doing too well in are you not communicating well are you not resting are you not trusting the people around you and realize that these are areas of your life that need to improve in order for your life to improve and for you to become a happy human being so my advice to you is to look through that if you feel called to definitely get the book the book of secrets by deepak chopra it obviously goes into a lot more detail about these 10 principles and much much more so i highly recommend that you read this book it was uh, one of my favorites but if you're not into reading or you're not into doing that just come back to these principles and just see is there anything amiss in your life and i guarantee you if you start to take one or two of these and start to work on them find out why you don't have trust or how you can be better at communicating or what do you create do you have a higher purpose find out spend some time see if you can find that out do you give and receive or is that imbalanced are you resting and taking action or is that imbalance and see if you can come back to your life and see if you can improve some of these things and notice whether your life gets better thank you for listening i hope you have a wonderful week wherever you are take care So I want to take a moment and thank you so, so much for listening and supporting the Manfulness Podcast. And as my gift to you, I want to let you know that I am giving away my free mini meditation course. Now, meditation has been an absolute game changer for me. It has changed the way I perceive my world. It has made me calmer. It's made me happier. It has influenced my life on so many ways. And I want nothing more than to share my experience of meditation and to hopefully assist and help you take up this beautiful ancient practice and you know receive the benefits of it in your life so if you're interested you can go to my instagram at manfulness men click on the link in my bio and you can get free access to my mini meditation course or simply go to my website www.manfulness.com.au sign up from there as well there's four videos i go through um, how to meditate how to set yourself up the benefits of meditation and there's a bunch of practice meditations inside of there to get you going and to further your skills in this ancient practice so that's my gift to you thank you so much for listening to the manfulness podcast and supporting me Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen. Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.